Aloha and welcome once again to another episode of the Hawaii Vacation Connection. I'm Aloha Bruce. Thanks for tuning in for this Sunday, November 14th, 2021. So glad you're here today. We're going to bring you up to date with some hotel information. I want to talk about some new offerings and some renovations that have taken place here on the island. I also want to get you up to date with what's happening with vacation rentals here on the island of Oahu. I know I mentioned it briefly last week that they, the city and the city of and county of Honolulu has been looking to restrict them even more. So I've got some news about that as we get through the big show. Of course, this podcast is brought to you by us. We're the owners of Hawaii Aloha Travel. We're in Hawaii. We're Hawaii's experts. And you can catch us on the web at hawaii-aloha.com. Or you can just give us a call at 1-800-843-8771. Get over to our Facebook page, Hawaii Aloha Travel. Or you can find me on Twitter, at Aloha Bruce. We would love to interact with you and help you plan your Hawaii vacation. That's pretty much all we do here is help folks get through this process, which can be very difficult and challenging, especially now that we are coming out of the pandemic. I think we are, aren't we? I believe we are coming out of the pandemic, or we're learning how to live with it. And it's just, you know, it's kind of like relearning everything, learning how to travel again. It's like people forget how to do it, right? Because it's been so long. So we're here to help you with that. We also have just great prices and great deals. We have price matching. We have you know, the best agents in Hawaii. All of our agents are born or raised here or lived here for a significant amount of time. So we just have a lot of experience, and we love this place. We love what we do here. We're, you know, this is our life, so we want to share that with you. So get involved with us. I think you'll be very happy to work with us and one of our agents here at Hawaii Aloha Travel. All right, let's get to it. There are some noteworthy openings and ones that I remind you about because I have talked about them through the year. You know, over the past year, I've talked about some of these things. But I wanted to remind you about some of these properties that are either renovated or new. Because if you're like me, you like new properties. You like, you know, modern properties. And everybody, I I get that question a lot. What are some of the new hotels? What are some, you know, I really want something nice. And to me, new is nice, always. So I'm going to talk about some of those things. First of all, on the big island, the big news was, of course, the Four Seasons there. They did a $100 million renovation. And It is absolutely amazing what they've done over there. One of the signature things about the rooms there that I thought and still are maintained are those outdoor showers. And each of the rooms are kind of like little villas. They're not um, separated as villas, but they are kind of like your own unique villa. And it's the largest renovation they've done in 25 years. Uh, The upgrades include all of the guest rooms and suites, a new infinity pool, which I love the pool there already. They have a, a brand new lounge deck and king's pool. They have a one million gallon swimmable aquarium. It's called the Kumukai Marine Center. And they've also done a lot of renovations to the golf course, the Hualale Golf Course. And they also launched uh, a 3,000 foot instruction area where you can practice and they have some of those simulators. So if you're a golfer, 
you know, it's a paradise over there on the big island. Pretty much a lot of the hotels are on golf courses. In fact, I was talking to a client the other day and he said, why did you put me in a golf resort? And I said, what do you mean? He goes, well, there's just all these golf courses. I said, well, yeah, of course. Yeah. No, I did mention that. And there are a lot, but they're not necessarily golf resorts, but there is a lot of golfing that you can do on the big island. And that uh, Hualalei, of course, is a, is one of the famous courses. And they're really excited about the renovation there. Now, another thing I wanted to talk about was on Oahu. I wanted to mention the Outrigger Waikiki on the beach, the reef, I'm sorry, the Outrigger Reef on the beach, which just won a big award for their $80 million renovation. And this is a pretty expansive. Now, they've done a lot of stuff over there over the years. Um, it almost feels like the Outrigger Reef has been under some sort of renovation forever, but this was the biggest one yet. Um, they completely redid the Ocean Tower, the Pacific Tower, and they have a new Diamond Head Tower. Now, the Ocean Tower and the Pacific Tower are completed, but this new Diamond Hunt Tower, it's a five-story building that's going to be converted into like 23 brand new spacious like suites. And they're going to have this ocean penthouse, which sounds amazing to me, which in good, it's going to include a navigator floor, which has five bedrooms and can seat, uh, can seat, can, can have up to 18 people. So it's like 3,700 square feet. Pretty amazing. And it's going to have one of the largest private lanai's in Hawaii, a 4,000 foot lanai. Can you imagine this? I just can't wait to see this thing. And of course they've, they've done the Kanakapila grill. All of that has been done. They've done some nice thing, nice enhancements there. They now uh, have a new monkey pod, by Marion there, which is their anchor restaurant. I forgot what the other restaurant that used to be there. Um, I forget the name of it, but they used to have a buffet there that people used to love, but I can't remember it right off, off the top of my head. But of course, uh, Merriman is, is um, headed by Chef Merriman, which is a famous chef. And the whole design is pretty amazing. Uh, sticking with Oahu, because there's a lot of action, you know, on Oahu with some things that are going on here. First of all, a lot of people were anticipating the opening of the Turtle Bay Resort, which they just went through a huge renovation. It was amazing. It opened in July 1st, but people are still getting wind of it. We haven't been up there yet, but I've heard just so much about it. It's a lot brighter. It's a lot, and I've seen, you know, all the pictures. It looks just brighter and more open. And, you know, you've got these panoramic views. If you remember the old footprint of, especially the lobby, it did feel a little closed in, right? But now they've opened it up and this is just like the second red, big renovation. I remember going to the first renovation. What was that? 10 years ago yelling that we went there and we was like, oh my God, this is just amazing. I even think, I even think there's a video of me um, talking about that last renovation out there on, on the web and it gets a lot of views, but it's not this renovation. So it's brighter it's more open um it's very welcoming there's a lot of native hawaiian influences in there um at the so, so it's just they've, they've opened it up the rooms have been renovated i know that the um, villas there have been all sold off to private parties and we used to we used to be able to book those but 
you can't anymore. You got to book those directly. Those are those villas that are sitting right on the ocean. Very few opportunities to do that in all of Hawaii. So it's important to try and book that or uh, get some of the rooms that are that are further down in the tower. That, that, the tower that's like, if you're looking at it to the left, that tower, you get some amazing views, some of those ocean view, ocean front uh, units. Um, they also have a new ocean club and a new lounge and the pool has been renovated and anybody on these ocean levels, which I'm talking about, uh, can also get upgraded amenities. And we have great deals there at the Turtle Base. Uh, we have a really good contract. So if you are interested in the Turtle Bay, definitely reach out to us. Another thing that just started, we started getting wind of, and it's this Hilton Hawaiian Village. The Hilton Hawaiian Village is really trying to expand their footprint in all of Hawaii. And they're continuing to try and do it here on Oahu. And they just announced that they want to build another skyscraper. And if you're familiar with Oahu and you're familiar with where the Hilton Hawaiian Village is, it's kind of at the gateway of Waikiki when you're coming in from like the Eva side and you're coming right into Ala Moana. You know, you just you can't miss the Hilton Hawaiian Village. It kind of looks like a concrete jungle over there now. But they want to add a whole nother skyscraper and they want to do timeshares there um they they're planning on starting construction well they've applied for the permits and stuff it'll probably get approved because it's in an area where they just have a lot of these buildings already i I don't see that they're going to have a lot of problem uh getting those kinds of um permits but it's going to be facing the ala moana boulevard side and it's if you know where the Kobe Steakhouse is, and there's also like a car rental place right there on the corner, that's where they're doing it. And that's where they're going to build that new Hilton, another Hilton skyscraper coming at you. Speaking of the Hilton, I, mentioned, I, I wanted to mention that on the Big Island, too. There is um, the, the, the Hilton just opened up another property on... Actually, I think that's on Maui, which I want to talk about. Let's let's talk about Maui. You know, Maui is so interesting to see how that is developing into. I think they're trying to. I mean, it always was kind of the most expensive island, but do you know that I was just checking a little while ago the average hotel room on Maui for for like a f- four star property is four hundred eighty eight dollars a night. That's the average price for a hotel. So that's pretty, <laughs> that, that's a lot of money, isn't it? I mean, you know, prices are not going down. And over on Maui, there's a couple of uh, properties that I wanted to mention. First, I wanted to talk about the West of Maui because I have talked about the, all of these renovations before, but I just wanted to remind you, you know, if you're going to Maui, you want something new and nice. One is the AC by Marriott. I talked about that. We put some people there when it just first opened. It's gorgeous. It's in Wailea. It's a new property built from the ground up. It's not on the ocean, but it's really nice for honeymoon couples and people that just want to be in the Wailea area. They don't have the big bucks for like the Four Seasons or the Fairmont or the Andas. It's a great alternative and it's just really lovely. And, you know, don't be discouraged if you if you see that it's that some of these properties are not directly on the beach. That's not a that should not be a deal breaker for you. I, I just think people just think in their head, this is what they have to have, but they don't really know the topography and they, they don't understand the area. A couple of more on Maui that I wanted to mention, which I have talked a little bit about for, before because we were anticipating these. One is the former Travasahana, which is now 
the Hyatt Hana. This is really the only place to stay in Hana on the island of Maui. And this property is just amazing. They have individual bungalows and they have a main hotel. This property was completely reimagined by Hyatt, and I can't wait to get down there. I'm hearing amazing things about this as well, so keep your eye on that. If you're looking for something new, you want to be down in Hana, you want to be away from everything, all the hotels, everything, that's the place to go, the uh, the Hana Hotel by Hyatt down there in Hana. The other one that we've been talking about for, what, I don't know, two years now? <laughs> Kahanapali Beach Hotel. They are wrapping up the renovations there. Keep your eye on that one if you'd like something new. And also keep your eye on the Royal Lahaina, what they're going to be doing there because Highgate Hotels has taken it over. So we expect them to be doing some enhancements. They are pretty good at that. They usually go in and modernize things. So it'll be, I'd be anxious to see what Highgate is going to do with the Royal Lahaina. So keep your eye on that. Over on Kauai, the Timbers, which we talked about, opened last year. That is luxury high-end, big, big bucks. The other one is The Lodge at Kukui Ula. This is also another one that I've been keeping my eye on. It is expanding. They are, they've been open almost... I don't know, eight months now. And this is a sugar, a former sugar plantation. It's kind of in a resort community. It's on about 1,100 acres. It's in Koloa, which actually is very historic. Um, they have amazing rooms there. They have a clubhouse with a with this exposed rafters. I've seen pictures of it. Again, I have not been able to get over there yet, but I can't wait to see it. This lanai that they're talking about there is amazing. And anybody that's there gets unlimited access to all the amenities, which really is what it's all about. It's a farm. They have a farm there. And you can actually pick your own vegetables and you can harvest kale and lettuce and tomatoes and fruits and all kinds of stuff. And then you can use those for your meals in the evening or during lunch. So it's a way to really get immersive with your experience. They also teach you skill sets and new things that you can learn that you've never known about the land and the Aina and especially Hawaii, which is so important to us now because we are very focused here in the tourism industry about Malama Hawaii, giving back to the Aina and so forth. So keep your eye on that for Kauai. Also, of course, what's happening up on the North Shore, the Princeville, the resort up there is now open and that was completely renovated. So now we can start putting people up on the North Shore to these luxury places. The only thing, the only bad thing about this or the only drawback is these properties are just so expensive. You know, uh, we get great deals here, though. Uh, we get better deals than you're going to find going direct. So you should check with me on any of this to see what options that we have for you to make it a little bit better on the pocketbook. And of course, all of our packages come with insurance and you can put a small deposit down and you can pay over time and there's no interest on that. So we can try to make it as easy as possible because granted, you know, just so this is a vacation of a lifetime. And if you are, if it is a special occasion, you want to splurge a little. So these are splurges and some of them are, are on the more affordable range. I mean, there are some newer hotels that are, that are sort of in the affordable range. So you can always ask me about it. I'm just running out of time today. And, uh, it's a beautiful day in Hawaii. It's been gorgeous here, but today we've had just a lot of rain 
and I just have been outside so much. We just left everything open, and now it's pouring rain outside. So I've got to go tend to that and put things back inside the house. We've gone through a drought. But I didn't want to leave the podcast without bringing you up to date with what's happening with the short-term vacation rentals here, which is kind of... uh, tough for folks who really, this is the way they want to go. You know, we've been booking condos way before Airbnb ever existed. So it's part of the inventory here that we like to have. Uh, The vacation rentals are an important part of the inventory here on all the islands. But Oahu has been leading the way to kind of restrict this. And a lot of the people in the tourism industry are really pushing behind it, uh, getting behind it because, you know, this is big business hotels, and when you have vacation rentals in the in the mix, it's bringing down the prices. So um, they have sort of greed in their mind when they're doing it, but there's also some real practical reasons for uh, cutting back on vacation rentals. I get both sides of it because we're involved in all of it, but I do think we need to cut back on them, just my personal opinion. But the city and county passed out a committee on Wednesday, and this is what we were anticipating, that there will be a crackdown, a further crackdown on illegal short-term rentals like you see on Airbnb and VRBO and some of the others. But some of the council members did express a little bit of confusion about some of the key provisions. It's called Bill 41, so you should follow this if you have any interest in vacation rentals in Hawaii. Bill 41, it was filed in response to a lot of complaints from residents in the Kailua and the Waimanalo area who say that these illegal vacation rentals are, are bringing too much traffic, too much congestion, noise, and even crime to some of these areas. And the city and counseling department of planning and permitting says illegal vacation rentals are also negatively impacting the number of affordable um, homes for people to live in. So it has a kind of a double sword problem in that it it's creating this stuff. So they are really, uh, they're really serious about it. They're, they're starting to crack down on it. And for the most part, The bill offers communities where strangers come and go and park wherever they please and party late at night to cut back on some of these things. This is where the complaints are. Um, On the positive side, it does also, I mean, you might say positive or negative side, it does undo a lot of the 2019 measures. If you remember back in 2019, they were going to allow 1,700 new vacation rental permits in um, in zone neighborhoods. And that was good to be on a lottery basis. So that un- this bill undoes that, undoes it, or undoes it, <laughs> whatever. But uh, it's going to be interesting to see uh, what's going on here. Um, it also, this bill is also trying to say that it, it, in, it's going to increase the short-term rental from 30 days to at least 180 days. And the fines for these illegal uh, rentals are going to be $10,000 per violation up to $25,000 a day. That's big money. That's a big deterrent to get people to comply. And they're going to be taxed the same as hotels. That means they got to pay the GE tax. They got to pay TAT tax, which we have to do for our vacation rentals because we have we do have vacation rentals but they're completely legal and they're in a zoned area there's a small like area in Waikiki that has been zoned legal and when we purchased our condos we made sure they were legal so 
if you call, if you want if you want one that's legal and you don't want to worry about all this stuff, just call me. <laughs> uh, 1-800-843-8771. I'm extension 22. But this is just uh, definitely a, a, a situation that we have to keep an eye on. The bill is also proposing on opening up the districts a little bit in Waikiki, so expanding on the districts that I was just talking about, and also in Ko'olina and near Turtle Bay, uh, where there are residential apartments that can be converted into vacation rentals. But there's just a lot of opposition, and those the opposition is kind of colliding together to make one bigger opposition. And now it's out of committee and it's on its way to getting passed. So we'll keep an eye on that. And you be careful as well if you're planning on, you know, it's a wild, wild west here with the vacation rental. So contact me. We'll put you in something that's, you know, very affordable and something that's legal so you don't have this in the back of your mind. I mean, imagine coming here on vacation and, you know, like the owner gets fined or you did something silly and you, you rented a condo that you shouldn't have rented or whatever. It would not be comfortable coming out here four or 5,000 miles away or wherever you're from to be encountering that kind of resistance or problem. All right, that's going to do it. That's going to wrap it up. For my beautiful wife, Yaling, and all of us here at Hawaii Aloha Travel, I'll say aloha and mahalo.